Hello, this is Little Death, a podcast about sex, relationships, and how it feels to be human. I'm your voice, Alana. I'm speaking to you in June of 2020, and this is a necessarily painful time. Um, I'm talking, of course, about the murder of George Floyd, about the callback to Eric Garner's last words, um, about the murder of Breonna Taylor, and so many, many, many other Black people who have died at the hands of police officers. This is not surprising, but it is heartbreaking and enraging. Police everywhere, I mean, Jesus Christ, they need to be demilitarized and defunded. So I want to say two things before we get into this episode. First, I want to call out to my fellow white people in particular. Um, It's long since been time to pull out all the stops for being strong and supportive allies, you know, generous with our time, um, empathy and rage, plus donations to causes where it matters. And it's also time to consider how similar you are to the anti-racist ally you're presenting across your social media channels. And I'm talking about myself here too. Uh, I've been hanging lately with this smoke show of a babe. I'm sorry, that is not important. Uh, But he had such a good take on what a lot of us white people are inadvertently doing on Instagram, which is totally gaslighting black people. Like, if 100% of your friends and followers were this anti-racist all the time, wouldn't we be in at least a little bit of a better state? I mean, what's hard about this time... Well, there's a lot that's hard, but it's hard to recognize and acknowledge what kind of you know, racism or apathy we might actually have inside of us, even if it's deep and unconscious bias. This is hard, I mean, for me as well, to consider what kind of culpability I have that I haven't recognized yet. Um, and we need to be doing that now. Um, I'm calling myself out and I am calling you out to do some reflection. And that brings me to my second call out. You know, you might be thinking, why is this person putting out an episode of a sex podcast during a global pandemic and national reckoning? But I come back to the purpose of the show, which is to dive deeper into the experience of being human and specifically how you are as a human. You know, the show is essentially about taking seriously the value of growing your self-awareness. I really believe that doing the work to become more self-aware is absolutely a political act. You know, growing your self-awareness means being able to understand and question your desires, motivations, what drives you. Um, It's about unearthing unconscious bias. Like, who do you feel comfortable around? Who do you feel uncomfortable around? And what does that mean? Now, your self contains multitudes. You know, you're a citizen, a neighbor, an ally, and, of course, a sexual being. We're complicated. So whatever can help you, me, and us deepen our self-awareness, like I hope this podcast can help do. I mean, to me, that means the work is valuable and relevant even now when everything kind of feels like the definition of despair. So, all right, with that, let's get into this shit. Let's think about COVID again. Uh, For some of us, the shelter-in-place rules have kept us home for over three months. So the future, you know, it's still a long way off, but we can be sure that restrictions will continue to be lifted and we will be let out. So people, it's coming. And sometime soon, we can all, once again, be coming with new people. God, that was terrible. Uh, So, right, the aftertime is on some horizon. And here's what I want to talk about. It, it would do us well to do a little reflection before we're let out into the world so we don't go out you know, blindly on a wave of inertia learning nothing from quarantine. 
So why reflection? Um, you've probably never thought this, but we are living through intense experiences during weird time, which is what I call the endless Corona present. So we're going to be, we're going to be different at the end of this. You know, maybe you have a different job reality. And if you were hit hard, my heart goes out to you. Um, or maybe you have a terrible haircut because you tried to give yourself bangs. You know, maybe you think you're kind of the same, but you are different because now you've lived through a global pandemic, which you couldn't say this time last year. Unless you were alive in 1918, and if so, what is up, centenarian listeners? During this time, one of the most interesting changes I've noticed is being more connected to my whole self. And what I mean by that is being a more consistent Alana throughout the day. So like even drunk me is pretty similar to sober me these days. We're both uh, weird, horny, and fucking love to read poetry and draw. So I think what's driving that connection with my most true self is that I haven't had to be anywhere in public, so my public personas are pretty much, you know, tucked under the bed, more and more out of sight and out of mind. Who I am at work, who I am at parties, or happy hours, or bars, or dates, I just haven't had to put on those themes and variations of me for over three months now. So, this is not a scientifically valid poll, but that's how a lot of my good friends um, are feeling right now. You know, just feeling more connected to a more grounded and true self, and not who they are, and like, LinkedIn or Tinder. So we're able to identify what behavior is quote unquote true to ourselves versus, you know, something we do just because we're riding this train of habit and inertia without thinking about it. Like, were I to fuck a venture capitalist right now, I would be aware that that's actually a bad habit that I've been meaning to kick. So there are important lessons that we're learning during weird time. Um, and as such, it's important to decide what we're going to take consciously into after time, not just what, you know, inertia or habit might compel us to bring. And now is an especially good time for that decisioning because, again, you might be more grounded in yourself than you've been in a while. And if that's the case, um, you might know what you want and need right now in a way that you haven't in a long time because, you know, you don't have your public personas clouding your thinking. So you could start by considering what you want to take from weird time into after time. You know, the good things you've gotten into and uh, want to keep as new habits, like your daily walks like you're in a goddamn 19th century novel. But uh, more important than that, it's helpful to recognize, you know, and zero in on your behaviors that were most driven by habit and inertia in the before time and decide if, you know, maybe you should ditch them. As an example, and here's where we get into the sex part, I want to focus on a specific element that's part of a lot of people's sex lives, and that is prowling. So the prowl. You know what this is, even if you don't know it by this name. It's just when you're searching for sex in the very near-term future. So when we go on the prowl, um, our reptile brains take over, which is not surprising or bad. But I will call out that when we are desperately horny, lonely, uh, or feisty, you know, when the reptile brain is like, I am the captain now, we don't always make decisions that will be great for us. And, you know, no judgment. Like, maybe you prowl during a bender and end up having a great time. Cool. You do you. Uh, but maybe you prowl against your better judgment and do something that just makes you feel shitty in the end. You know, and I can certainly relate to both outcomes. You gorgeous people, here's the truth. So because we've been cooped up, you know, horny and mostly alone for over three months, you already know what a lot of us are going to do as soon as we are unleashed back into the world. First, uh, we're going to have a bartender make us the most fussy 15 plus ingredient cocktail because I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm almost tired of my own bartending. 
To be fair, that's mostly just martinis and vodka sodas, so like, fuck me. But after that, you know what else we're going to do. We are going to prowl like we have never prowled before. And it is not surprising. Some of the most intense needs that I think have been heightened during weird time, especially for single people sheltering in place alone, is this incredible desire for sex and human contact. And you know what? Those are the same desires that drive us to prowl in regular times. So, all right. COVID-19 is bringing out the desires that make us want to prowl, and it's closing pretty much every channel we'd get those desires met. She's such a bitch. Like, dating is not necessarily safe, uh, clubs are not open, you know, etc. So we know our prowl-inducing desires are piling up right now, and we can't do anything about it. Unless um, you fuck your socially distant hiking friend's roommate, but that would make you a bad person. In fact, that would make you uh, me. But Here's what we can do now. So how about we reflect on our prowling habits, you know, just to check in. Are you prowling in a way that is actually aligned with who you are and what you want now that you're probably more connected to your true self? Or are you going to prowl based on old habits, you know, prowling like you were or I was at 19 when you just definitely took home every bartender who liked the strokes? When thinking about the prowling habits you want to cultivate, you know, let's be real. I'll just say it again, that prowling often happens when you're drunk, high, horny, sad, or want attention. So in other words, not when you're in the best position to make a necessarily good decision. So I find it helpful to set up rules for yourself that like, no matter how desperate you get, you'll try to adhere to. And since we're about to be unleashed onto the world, now is a good time to set up some rules or frameworks for yourself so you don't go fucking insane. Uh, I'll share with you a few ideas. First, and kind of preachy, Give yourself a rule to not prowl until you've had an STI checkup. A little PSA that you can do this now at like Planned Parenthood. You know, just make an appointment, show up with a mask and gloves. And from recent experience, the offices are well prepared to run tests. And actually, the doctor I met with was kind of concerned that their testing rates had gone down so much during the pandemic. Like, of course, fewer people would be going to Planned Parenthood, but not that many fewer people. STIs certainly aren't going away, so you'd be doing a world of good to make sure you are good and ready for sex before you prowl. And another note, um, their appointment costs are on a sliding scale. So whether you're insured or not, the cost of an appointment will be reasonable. Plus, they'll throw in whatever sex essentials you need for free. Like, they gave me a giant tube of lube and two dozen condoms on the way out for when I sleep with people who have dicks. I was hoping to get, like, a little wink and a go get them on the way out, but alas, it is not yet time for humor in a medical setting. So, next... Set a timeline rule. Um, This one might be the most important, actually. So for the last few years I was in New York, um, don't prowl after midnight was my rule. Everything closes early here in San Francisco, so my rule now is don't prowl after 8 p.m. on a weekday and don't prowl after 10 p.m. on a weekend. So hot tip, set yourself a reminder on your phone to follow your rules. For almost two years, I had a big old don't text if you're drunk in all caps reminder that popped up on my phone every night at 7.30. It was a weird time. Um, it's important to note that your timeline rule might vary based on your proximity to sex. And what I mean by that is like, are you hitting up a babe who's in your regular rotation, like in your little koi pond? Okay, then maybe, you know, a call at 930 on Tuesday isn't bad. But um, if you're trying to find somebody new from scratch, well, like that might take a little longer depending on your goal and the channel you're using. So curating a good fuck from a dating app, I guess this kind of assumes that you're either like hetero and or like female, but that might take a couple of days. 
you know, looking for sex at the makeout room on 22nd Street in my neighborhood, uh, well, you can lock that down in about 20 minutes if you're good. So next, um, create an internal FAQ for prowling. So you can kind of get clear on your motivation and what things may or may not be important to you at that time of that particular prowl, you know, because sometimes your priorities change. Just be honest with your answer and then stick to your guns. So one question you might put on your prowling self-checklist, are you just looking for one-time sex? Nice. Uh, Then decide, you know, your minimum requirements so you don't fuck a trash bag who isn't even funny. Which brings us to another question that might be on your list. Do you have a litmus test for who you'll fuck? All right, stick to your guns. So for example, you know, don't go home with someone who talks about their parents or startup idea in the first 30% of the conversation. If that happens, definitely just take yourself home instead. A third question might be, are you interested in a relationship lasting longer than a night? Okay, so maybe your answer is, you know, don't fuck someone you already know you won't get along with, like a venture capitalist or someone who is 25. So question four. Have you just done a lot of drugs? Okay, you know what? Go home. Uh, So you've gotten your health checkup rule, your timeline rule, and your minimum requirements down. Um, One more that I think should be a rule for everybody, do not prowl from a place of desperation or lack. Prowl from a a place of, you know, self-awareness and confidence. Promise me you'll do that, okay? I hope you'll put some thought into rules before you go forth and prowl once this all lets up. So my hope is that we leave quarantine not just better, more authentic human beings, but uh, better and more authentic sluts. And that's all that I have to say about prowling. Um, The last thing I will say today, just be really good out there. Be good to each other and be good to yourself. And just feel into whatever despair and grief you're feeling now. The only way to get past these emotions is to go straight through them, as hard and painful as that is. If you want to talk about any of this, you can find me on Instagram at Lonnie Del Rey. Take care of yourselves um, and each other, you beautiful humans.